All good, all good, brother. Glad I got you for a few and won't keep you for too long, but obviously want to get into the tour and look back on the past year or so and get into a couple different topics with you. But first and foremost, congratulations on Dark Bloom Part 2. So rad to see you, what, back in 2021 at the Glass House, because that's out in our market in Pomona in the 909 Inland Empire, California, and now you've graduated less than two years. You're at the Fox Theater playing to 2,000 people. Just goes to show you, where the band is at and the success of the latest album, Dark Bloom, I think. Yeah, man. Um, well, thank you for having me. And yeah, it's uh, exciting times for us, for sure. Um, there's been moments with this band where, you know, I mean, especially after Kyle passed, where we were concerned if we were going to be able to keep doing it or if we wanted to keep doing it. And, um, you know, we knew we had to respond to everything that happened. Our fans were waiting to hear something. And, we knew we at least had to give them that. And, you know, with the success of Dark Bloom and everything else, it's like we've totally fallen back in love with what we're doing. And um, the growth of the band's been insane. And it's it's funny because there was a minute where I was like, I think we might be hanging this up soon. You know, I don't know how much wow. longer we're going to go. And now, now it just seems like we're going to keep going forever. <laughs> well, large part due to, to you, man. I mean, you got to give yourself credit for what you've done vocally and stepping up and handling both parts like that. Not an easy task at all. No, it wasn't. It was, it's, it was super hard. And, it, and it's still um, not an easy job by any means. Um, I have to do everything in my power to make sure I'm ready for every, every show. Um, but yeah, it's, it was a lot of work, but you, you gotta do what you gotta do to make ends meet and keep it going. Well, I love it, man. I'm glad you guys did. And, and like I said, can't wait for the show on our market Fox theater, being at the theater now with mirror who are legends, body snatcher and archetypes collide, who I really love their debut album or their self-titled album, I should say. Yeah. Uh, this, this tour is awesome. Um, it's, it's nice to work with bands that you have a history with, like with us and Amir, we've known those guys for like 10 years and they're always easy to tour with super friendly. They, they crush it. So it, it was, it's comforting knowing what you're getting into. Um, and then, you know, we don't, we didn't know the body snatcher guys, the archetypes collide guys yet, but, um, body snatch. Stage on stage, they are a bunch of maniacs and off stage. They're soft-spoken, super friendly. And, uh, yeah, archetypes collide, getting to know those guys. They're, uh, definitely, um, newer to the touring world and um but they're very humble very cool um nice hanging out with them as well yeah and like you said mirror old school man and frankie a legend i imagine someone you probably looked up to a little bit yeah i mean it, it's so cool being on tour with those guys every time we tour them it's it's great um and frankie's just a cool guy to be get. can you hear me okay is my yeah, internet yeah. messing up i got you Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, like I walked into Planet Fitness um, two days ago and I got my headphones in and I'm getting ready for my lift, you know, my little pre-show pump I like to do. And across the gym, I just hear a, yo! <laughs> what was that? I look in the corner, it's Frankie and he's like, what up, man? <laughs> like across the whole entire gym. It was kind of funny. Everyone like stopped what they were doing and looked like, who's yelling? <laughs> you know, you know it's Frankie's funny. awesome funny thinking about you and Frankie and, and, and just seeing you now and thinking of you on stage. I feel like you're in this kind of elite uh, fraternity and, and, and it almost the more I think about it is kind of a metalcore thing perhaps, but an elite fraternity of singers who always wear hats, singers who you expect to see 
in a baseball cap on stage. Like you, I was thinking about it, man. You know, you, Howard Anders of In Flames, Frankie, Jake Lures from Magus Burns Red, but JTK, (laughs) who else am I missing, man? But it's it's an interesting thing because it's not something you think about, but you don't typically see singers wearing hats. But then with you, I, I can't picture you not in a hat. Dude, Fred Durst too. Yeah, <laughs> the only yeah. One <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I don't know. It it just kind of became like a look, and now it. I don't know. I I've I've always liked wearing hats, and um, it's it's nice to be in that kind of company, though. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a conscious thought, or you just kind of walked out on stage with it once, and it just kind of stuck, or do you not even think about it? Yeah, I I remember like trying it on warp tour in like 2011 and i was like it's kind of nice you know like it i don't know if the at the time i had a full mop of hair too but i i thought it was annoying to like have to do my hair and then worry about like <laughs> getting sweaty or getting messed up and i was like man wearing the hats just kind of like stress-free you know i just throw it on and go and and then it just like kind of add i was like oh this adds my outfit i can like wear different clothing brands or you know and and um and I just don't think I ever really took it off again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense on Warp Tour, like playing in the middle of the day. You could use that that sunshine staying out of the out of the eyes for I'm sure. Big help. Yeah, there. dude. And I get sunburned so easy too. So I mean, I just started doing it and then I was like, this is kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of wearing hats, it's it's great to see you wearing a Detroit Tigers hat, because I feel like I've only seen you in just basic black hats. And I was gonna say, I'm shocked that I haven't seen you in a Detroit Red Wings hat yet. Because you're such a big Red Wings fan. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Um, hockey season just starting. Um, honestly, I do plan on getting a Lions hat or a Red Wings hat here now that we're, you know, into football and hockey season. I try to keep my hat seasonal, you know. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I got to get to them all and find one. Well, yeah, Lions are having a great year so far, man. They're off to a great start. With our uh, our castaway quarterback, Jared Goff, uh, being a SoCal guy, Rams fan, my, my team, Rams and Ducks. On the hockey tip. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's a good – it's been rough in Detroit sports the last few years for sure, but uh, the Wings and the Lions are, are coming around, man. <laughs> yeah, line, uh, Lions off to a great start. Wings off to, what, two and one so far? And, and uh, kind of – I feel like kind of in the same boat as my Ducks, kind of in a rebuild mode, but maybe a little further along than expected. Exactly, exactly. I think last year they uh, – they were making a push for the playoffs and they lost a couple crucial games. And then Steve Eisenman just stole everybody <laughs> um, and kept his young core. And this year, um, you know, that it seems like the goal is a wild card spot. So hopefully that'd be great. <laughs> it's been a minute since we've had a playoff game in Detroit, but that'd be great. Man, thinking of Detroit, I'm I'm so glad that they realigned the leagues a few years ago. Got got Detroit out of the out of the West because they, they were always so many battles with the Ducks and and Detroit always kicking our butt. I'm glad too. I mean, it just uh, it was so much travel for Detroit. I mean, we're not why were we in the West? You know, like yeah. geographically, we're nowhere near a lot of the West Coast teams. But um, yeah, and it's nice. Uh, I lived in L.A. for a few years, so uh, I hate to say it, but I became a Kings fan. Uh, here we and go. then uh, it was nice that <laughs> the Wings and the Kings were no longer, uh, you know, in the same uh, conference anymore. But um, I got a lot of friends that are Ducks fans, and they hate me saying that. And I'm sure you do as well. But yeah, can't help it, man. 
I used to go to the Kings games and I would have so much fun. I couldn't help but cheer for him. <laughs> hey, any, any love for Trevor Zegris? Come on. Yeah, that guy's incredible. Uh, <laughs> it's so fun watching his videos. I mean, it's got to be a fun time to be a Ducks fan. You guys got some exciting things going on. Yeah, I just wish we had a little defense going on. I mean, we can score, but we just got zero defense going on right now. Yeah, um, at least it's exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get some highlight goals from Zegers uh, every once in a while. Yeah, uh, I actually have a special place in my heart for the Ducks, regardless, because uh, my my wife and I met in Anaheim at the Hilton there um, ah. at the Anima- Anaheim Convention Center. And my whole like story when I proposed to her is that we were going to go to a Ducks game. <laughs> and in reality, I was taking her because the Ducks happened to be playing the Wings ah. that day that I was proposing. And we just happened to be rolling through on tour. It was crazy. Like the stars aligned and we pull up to the game and then we make a, a sharp left and go into the uh, Anaheim convention center. And she's like, Oh my God, are you taking me to where we met? And she starts freaking out. She thought it was so cute. And then, uh, you know, we went inside and I proposed to her where we met, but it all started with uh, that. We were going to go to a, a ducks and red wings game. So in a weird runabout way, whenever I hear the ducks, I think about that. And you guys just celebrated an anniversary, one year anniversary. Uh, it was our, it was our fifth year anniversary fifth year anniversary. of being married. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, uh, thank you, man. Yeah. I met her, uh, almost 10 years ago and married for five. So it's, yeah, it's very cool. Why at the convention center? Was it Nam show or something? Oh yeah. It's super random. Um, she, her, her, her cousin, um, when I met her was working in music management and my wife tagged along with her just because she was bored, was looking something to do and uh kind of the same reason i was at nam was i was just okay i guess i have to go i'm a singer right. i can't really look at that much equipment you know? right so right i was also bored and uh, i went to the hilton there to uh grab a drink because i was i was bored <laughs> she walked in because she was also bored and <laughs> you know we met and it clicked and um she had no idea who the band was or anything and um that made told her in about us. I think she, I think she thought we were like a shitty like garage band or something. And <laughs> but yeah, she uh, liked me for me, which was cool. And the rest is history. <laughs> so now, now will she forbid you from going to Nam? Scared you're going to meet somebody else, or do you go to Nam still? Or <laughs> uh, I have not been to Nam since I met her. Wow. Um, and it was funny. I was I was complaining like the whole time because the guys were having a great time. They were looking at all the new gear, new guitars, this and that, doing all this press. And I'm just sitting there in the background, bored out of my mind. <laughs> um, so no, I have not been back. I, I met my wife at Nam, so love Nam for that. But I don't know if I'll be going back. <laughs> I'm just glad they finally got it back in January because it wasn't for a couple years during the pandemic, and then they had it in like june two years ago and then this past year it was like april or something and now it's finally back in january this coming year yeah i you know i'm, I'm just talking shit I, or crap sorry if this is live <laughs> um i'm just talking crap i would i would totally um go back i it's always fun um i i make the most of it you know uh, i i'm not always there for the the gear more the more the hangs and Sure. Really good friends with a lot of our artist reps too. So it's always good seeing those guys and um, good times. I'm sure you've been in. Yeah. You, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Dave, I appreciate it all the time. Last couple of things I wanted to hit you with, man. Um, I talked to Kyle last year and I gave him credit at that same time. Super cool that you not only included them on Dark Broom brand of sacrifice I'm talking about, but 
you know, normally when there's a guest spot, it's, hey, chip in on a vocal part or a guitar solo. But you said, no, go ahead and reimagine our song, Dark Bloom. Like, have fun with it. Do it how you want, which I thought was so freaking cool. I've never seen another band really do that before. But obviously, you trusted him in doing it, and it came out with a great product. Yeah, that was... Um that is forever. I think one of the coolest collabs we'll, we'll ever do. Um, yeah. I mean, it, in the past we've done acoustic rend- renditions of songs and that's always like a popular thing to do, but we were just trying to think outside the box, like what's something different we can do. And, and we were like, well, let's do the opposite. Acoustics always lighter. Right. Let's, let's make it nuts. And you know, who better than brand of sacrifice um, to make something insanely heavy and insanely crazy. And that's, uh, that's exactly what they did. And I don't, I don't know that we'll ever top that. That was so cool. I, I agree with you. I mean, I listened to that song as if it, because it doesn't even sound like our song anymore. No, no. It's just so, so incredibly cool. So I love listening to it. Is that something you would do again? Give a band a song and go have at it? Or does it have to be the right band, the right time? I think the right band, the right time, the right song. I mean, that song already is so close to being just a super heavy song. I think all it needed was that little extra push <laughs> in it, and it was there. <laughs> Speaking of uh, collabs, you and Brand of Sacrifice, again, helping out, uh, um, oh, God, I'm Harper on the song Way yeah, of the World. Yeah, yeah. How did that come about? Um, super fun. Her, her team reached out and um, asked if I'd be interested and um, – I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. And brand of sacrifice too. Like, let's go. And, um, went into the studio and wrote some stuff, tracked some stuff. I was really nervous because, um, I wanted them to like it <laughs> and, uh, they did and they, they, they took it and ran with it. And then they asked me to be in the video and I was like, absolutely. I'll be in the video. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I love doing features. It's sometimes they don't work out because we'll have, bunch of touring going on. I just can't get in to write or record anything. Um, or I'll have another feature that's coming out or, um, it's just one. It just worked out perfect. It lined up and made it happen. Had you heard of her before? Did you see her on TV or anything before that? Or just got the phone call? Oh yeah. I, I had heard about it. And even like my parents, they were like, did you see this girl? Like <laughs> they were telling me about her too. And I was like, yeah, yeah I heard of her. And then I was like, guess what? I'm actually, uh, doing a song with her and my parents are like, what? <laughs> it's funny. It's the thing, funny. funny. The things that like parents pick up on, you know, it's gotta be on TV for it to be like real and, and make sense to them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I'd heard of her and, um, she, she's so incredibly talented. Um, it's cool. It's cool to do something with her. And yeah. Um, she came out to our show in the UK. We were at a festival and she came out and, um, we we did have service all day. Like our phones weren't working and we were trying to meet up with her. Ah. It's like actually meet her. And, um, and it just, it didn't work out, unfortunately, but ah. hopefully we can try again. Yeah. Take her out on the next tour. Maybe. Last, yeah. She's crushing it. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Last thing I got for you, Dave, I appreciate all the time. We're an old school radio station. We do a feature called mandatory Metallica every night at 10 PM, which you're going to be a part of. Imagine you're a Metallica fan. Yeah, I mean, who's not? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember how you discovered him? Honestly, um, it's something I discovered really late in life. Um, Growing up, I was 
always like a pop punk kid. And as I got into heavier music, I mean, just, this is just like a few years ago, even I kind of like backtracked to like what made the heavy music we play now, like what were the roots from that? You know what I mean? Sure. And, um, Andy actually, our bass player was the one that would like show me different riffs of theirs and different cool stuff they do. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I was very late to the party, but a lot of respect for what they've done for, for metal. Yeah. And, and still crushing it 40, however many years, 43 years or whatever it's been later and playing stadiums, doing two nights in stadiums and no repeat weekend and all this stuff. I mean, I would think that regardless of music, that's kind of the goal for every band, right? You'd you'd love to be around 40 years from now doing the same thing. Yeah. I mean, if I could be here 40 years, just doing the tickets for doing, that'd be incredible, let alone playing stadiums like they're doing. I mean, so much respect for them being at the age that they're all at and still go up there and rock and it yeah it's it's incredible i i can i really hope i can have that kind of health and career to be able to do what they're doing have you gotten to see them live or share a stage with them at a festival or anything yet no man um when they played detroit i was so i was like i gotta go i gotta go i I was so amped and then i looked and i was like oh we're on tour on tour when they're here. Uh, <laughs> um, so no, I, I missed it. Um, but I, I hope one day it lines up where I could go see them. I mean, like I said, I can't call myself like a hardcore fan of theirs. I got into them like super late in life, but it's, it's something you just got to see if you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They played the, uh, the big power trip festival and I took a buddy of mine who had never seen them and his, his jaw's still on the floor a couple weeks later, you know, <laughs> They're just incredible live. Yeah, show that size and that production and that kind of energy. Like, how could you not love it? Well, lastly, do you have a favorite Metallica song we could play for you on Mandatory Metallica? Do you have one that comes to mind? Oh, man. I don't know, man. Uh, just enter, enter Sandman, I guess. Yep, yep. I don't know. You put me on the spot. That's Scared. a big one. That's a big one. Uh, that's <laughs> that's a big one. Yeah, we'll rock that one for you. No problem, Dave. Okay, man. Appreciate it, dude. Yeah, last... that's a that's a tough question. There's a, there's a lot of them, but yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> All right, Enter Sandman. It is beautiful, man. Thank you so much for the time. Can't wait to see you out there at the uh, Pomona show. Dude, thank you for having me, man. And uh, it's a pleasure. Likewise, we'll see you in Pomona. Safe travels, All out right, there. man. Thank you. Bye bye. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming on live at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.